it's been a bizarrely positive week to be a Jambo, but we all know how quickly that can change. Ian Maxwell at the helm, I'm sure it will. My name is Jarvie, and I am joined once again this week by Simon, Cameron, Hanny and Paddy. Together, we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Uh, and on that note, on not-so-positive news, um, let's kind of start and we'll, we'll build up to it. Let's speak about the, the championship vote on suspension, um, which came out of nowhere on Friday night last week. Um, as it transpires, Ian Maxwell was blaming uh, John Robertson for his slamming statement, claiming that the SPFL were prioritising, prioritising, sounded like Sean Connery there, commercial interests ahead of the safety of players and their families. Um, Cameron, do you want to kick us off with if that's true or not about John Robertson? It sounds like John Robertson's been used as a bit of a scapegoat here. Um, they've used it as a, an excuse to to put this out there and potentially stop the league. I think John Robertson was absolutely right to call out the fact that the Scottish football authorities are only looking out for their own commercial interests and, and probably don't have the players' um, best interests at heart. Of course not. Yeah, this this just reeks of irresponsibility again. Once again, they're putting it up to the clubs to decide. What are we paying them money for if they do not decide? Mm-hmm. Fuck, it's a question we've been asking ourselves since last March, I think. <laughs> yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. with Neil Doncaster. Um, and it's a tricky one because on one hand, you kind of say, well, yeah, it is right. I mean, they are prioritising the commercial interest of the Premier League and the Championship. But at the same time, especially as Hearts fans, you don't want the league to be suspended. I also don't see how the the lower leagues impact the Premier League at all, because unless we play them in the Scottish Cup, which has been suspended, there's going to be no sort of cross-contamination. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like it's like a, an appeasement to the, the Scottish government going, oh, well, what if we cancel and then put a vote out to cancel the second top-highest league? Is that good enough for you? Instead of actually taking some responsibility fining Celtic, docking them the, the points for the games that they're going to have to miss or if they're going to miss more players and dealing with that who's actually responsible for this instead of punishing everyone else again for something that they've not done. Again. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, they could they could just let every team continue with testing. Surely there's no need to suspend a league or a team where they're testing. This doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, and everyone should have the money to be testing. And I think it's, it's obviously apparent that as soon as everyone did start testing the championship, everyone started having positive cases. I don't think the league should ever went ahead with a grant in place without testing. So I think really all they should do is now just enforce regular testing. And that should be the only change. Right. I find it bizarre as well. Like, you ever tried to get a government grant? Like they're so hard to get. <laughs> don't understand how they've just threw people money and just said, "Ah, you can just plug holes. Ah, it's just running costs." Yeah. Like normally they give you money like retrospectively, and you need to show them proof. Like I thought they would just bill the government for, you know, weekly testing or something like that, and that's how it be covered. Is it a grant or is it an interest-free loan? It's a grant. Is it a grant? The uh, Premier League, the top league, were offered. Uh, loans I think they had to pay the money back so that was one of the positives of getting done in the championship we got 500 grand for fuck all nice. whereas the top leagues were having to request well that loan. almost covers our legal fees for summer there you go <laughs> <laughs> flashbacks flashbacks um, the, the strange one Cameron to come back to you uh, Ian Maxwell seemed to send this email out we've all done it Six o'clock on Friday night, just before he finishes work for the week. Um, he's obviously panicked, hit send, but why didn't he con- actually consult the championship teams first? Why did he just decide upon himself to do this? Because they're shy at their job. He's a ball bag. Yeah, because they're just shy at their job. They're inadequate and they're not fit for a purpose. And in any other walk of life, we'd be looking at this going, right, we need to make a change here. But that boys' club's protected itself, and they've built laws and built barriers around them where you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. It just it reeks of um, kind of unprofessional conduct, doesn't it? You know, it's exactly that thing. You know, you send out that email on a Friday night, then shut the laptop and see what comes. What you come back to on a Monday morning? <laughs> Full of the fear all weekend. Keep drinking. <laughs> Don't look back. <laughs> well, you're right, Jarvie. We have all done it, but 
I don't think any of us are like in charge of the SFA. <laughs> so, so if we, <laughs> I mean, I, I think I don't know that Friday, but aye, come on, man. This is, and what you know what annoyed me though is what is he getting involved for? He's, you know, it's, it's got like nothing to do with him. Apparently, this was the whole thing last um, when take, the first take pressure time. off, take pressure off Celtic. Uh, it's just but don't worry, Neil, Neil Lennon will put it all back on. <laughs> <laughs> pa- Paddy is absolutely beaming there. We'll get to you, Paddy. We'll speak about the. Hey Celtics. guys, let's stop bullying him. That's the order. <laughs> Um, and as we record this at what quarter past eight on Monday night, we're still waiting for the voting results to come out. So the vote was kind of ended at six o'clock. So I guarantee it'll come out while we're recording. And we'll be like, oh my God, the league's cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll go, oh my God, Dundee have changed their vote. Uh... <laughs> Here we go again. Big emergency podcast tomorrow. Um, so that was all the all the gloomy news for the week. But to move on to something more positive, I think it is anyway. Uh, John Souter's back in training, uh, albeit doing laps around the pitch, uh, but he's making his return ahead of schedule from his third Achilles rupture since 2017. That's insane. Uh, eh? That's mental. How's he able to walk? I know. Simon, uh, Twink, do you think we'll see Souter play before the end of the season, first of all? I think Robbie Nielsen might be in a position where he thinks I need him to play, but I really hope because we've proven that despite being a bit weak at centre back, we don't need him there. We're getting through games. We are conceding a lot of goals, but I agree. I'm, I can't remember if it was you or Hammy said it last week. I'd be happy to not see John Sutter play a minute this season mm-hmm. and just have a full pre season, fit and healthy, coming back at it next season in the Premier League. Paddy, with the return of Sutter, providing he keeps himself fit. And hopefully that was the the last rupture. Um, how big a player could he be for us next season? Should we get promoted to the Premier League? Do you think he's one of the players to kind of build a team around? If he's back to what he used to be, then yeah, yeah, he will be. He was a good player, but three Achilles ruptures in four years is ridiculous. That's mental. Yeah. Well, I've only got two. <laughs> <laughs> Runs a bit like a duck on a whole horse. <laughs> <laughs> Leaping up for he does. Um, <laughs> I was about to say the most ridiculous thing being serious. I was going to say, uh, it's uh, two ruptures on one foot and just one on the other. Well, obviously, <laughs> it would be. I mean, it could be three on one, but oh, that would be true, unbelievable. True. Yeah. It's, uh, I, we, Simon, you spoke at length before about players that, you know, they're just not built to play professional sport and play week in, week out. Yeah, we've all seen players like through school and stuff that are phenomenal footballers, but they take a knock and that's them. It <laughs> have to go off the park. Aye, Jenk Suter is one of them. Do you think he can do it? Jenk, he can come back and play for years. It's the fear, and now, now it's it's no like discredit to John Suter for not being that because Scottish football is really physical, so you do have to be like a certain type of psychopath to play centre back at Scottish mm-hmm. football. But I think some people, you, that is obviously the worry if someone has three very serious injuries. And uh, how old is he? He's still quite young, isn't he? He's 25, 26, yeah. I'm sure. So, and he's, he's played a lot of games despite having all those injuries. So you do think that, can he come back and bounce back? I mean, full credit if he can, but some players, great players, don't come back for one of these injuries. So, mm-hmm. I mean, on his day, Suter's unplayable. Remember that un- unbeaten run at Tynecastle when a-, a younger Christoph Berra and Suter with a partnership, man, it sh- they were just unplayable. <laughs> a younger Berra who was still about 34. <laughs> <laughs> He's been 34 forever, eh? Okay. Came back to Hearts and he was 34. <laughs> I'm pretty sure John Suter's been 25 for five years as well. Aye. <laughs> um, but I, all the best. Um, I, I bumped into John Suter in a pizza shop in Morningside once and chewed his ear off for a clean 25 <laughs> minutes of it. <laughs> Asking him every and a bit better, the whole shebang. Um, he was he just got injured actually. Uh, really nice guy. All the best, then. Um, <clears throat> Cameron, some good news. Robbie Nielsen won the championship uh, manager of the month, not played of the month, like I got in front of me. Um, good for him. Happy I mean, I mean, he'll be happy because he gets to take home a 70 Seller Glen stays house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I think I think uh, you know where we are at the top of the league. Uh, deserved, yeah. I get 
a great result. Yeah, absolutely. So that was for the results in December, yeah. Aye. Aye. So yeah, apart from the the loss in the Scottish Cup final, a hundred percent record. So Aye, league fun. Fair play to him. Um, it seems really late. That was like given out on the sixteenth of January. Why is it taking so long to announce manager of the month? Uh, Christmas Royal Mail delays Brexit. One of them. <laughs> you didn't even say COVID. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't right. involved. Just shows you how much other shakes going on. There was. Right. <laughs> um, nice, well done, Mister Nielsen. Um, I can't see him getting January. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paddy, speaking of managers, uh, Neil Lennon has had an absolute meltdown today, <laughs> rolling back the years to like Hibs management form. Um, talk us through what he said and what his uh, accusations are. Everybody's picking on Celtic and they're bullying them and it's unfair because they did nothing wrong. You're allowed to have a pint when you're on your jollies and that's about it. It's fucking pathetic as per usual, as it usually is with Celtic. It's boring now. Really, really boring. I understand why they've not apologised because obviously if they apologise then they're admitting that they've done something wrong and their stance for the start is that going to Dubai is not breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. But what I would say is, it doesn't matter if it's not breaking the fucking rules. Think about what you're doing. Just think about how that looks. I don't know who signed this off. We There was an article going about about all the top teams in England and all the Rangers and what they done. A lot of the top teams across Europe all stayed at their own training bases <laughs> over the winter to do their winter. So like one of the few teams to travel. I mean, there's teams from like Russia and that going, but... They'll, they'll they'll have a public relations team that they, they pay. Aye. Surely someone there raised that as a concern. I know, but the, maybe the player power is just too much in that club where they just all went, well, actually, we really want to go. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've all paid our deposits and we're not getting them back. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the decision to go came straight from uh, Lobel and Lennon. As they've done it before, they've came back in brilliant form. But they're just like, how did they expect no one to get COVID? I mean, Lowell's in charge of the SFA, so that's probably why he made that decision. (laughs) And I think for their point of view, you reap what you sow. Look at them now. A a second actual COVID case confirmed today by one of the players self-isolating. And two draws on the bounce. Nice. Two COVID cases and two points. Get it fucking (laughs) up, Tom. (laughs) To be fair, Livingston are on fire. Ah, it's a great result for Celtic at home to a team like Livingston. Aye. <laughs> F.A. Ambrose should have scored the winner as well. F.A. Ambrose, man. What is going on? Scottish football. <clears throat> um, well, that sums up the news. We'll move on to a whole big heap of transfer news shortly. But first, we're going to speak to Jolly again. Hello, Jolly. Are you there? Bonjour, gents. How's it going? This is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you know here, boys, after the... Uh, Jolly Shatown last week, we had so many uh, people contact us and say how funny he was. We spoke to Jolly and he signed a seven-year contract in the last week with the podcast. So this is it. He's got his only bit a week. See what he's got to say. Getting paid in biscuits. <laughs> so how are you doing, Jolly? Je suis ne bad, pal. Comment allez-vous? <laughs> Big, big pause there for yourself. You know, you're obviously an uncultured man, can you? You <laughs> understood that I've asked you how you're doing, and you've, you've no answered. Where, 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 bien? <laughs> yes, yes, ah. good in Spanish. What's it? <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. There we go. Uh, so, what have you been up to in the last week? No, I look like. Um, Watching a lot of the telly, can Netflix and that. No, Netflix up. Well, I might as well be called convicts. Christ, crime dramas, documentaries about murder, murder documentaries, murder documentaries about murder. Thirty days in prison, world's hardest prison, nightmare prison next door. Jesus Christ, it's all the same. <laughs> Does he up a few hours like? But oh. Mind numbing stuff, you know. I feel like I'm 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 ready for prison now, but not like I, I'm gonna be terrible in prison, but feel ready for it. 
<laughs> You've done well to avoid it to this point, to be honest. No, no. But, you know, talking about telly, here's a question for you, Jarvie. Oh, tell me why. Can I not watch the hearts on Sky? Oh, tell me why. Is Tyne Castle no shown on Sky? Oh, tell me why. There's <laughs> <laughs> not a rhetorical question. Well, the answer is Neil Doncaster, that's why. I'll tell you, I'm getting right sick of these terrible streams, eh? dodgy angles. You know? <laughs> I mean, a lot better. Making BBC Scotland look like a, an Albert Hitchcock film in comparison. Eh? It's, it's, it's a nonsense. It's a nonsense. <laughs> but look, I've, I've come on and, uh, you know, my weekly, but I'm going to ask you a question, get to the hearts of the matter. Like I say, you know, ask you a question that, you know, deep rooted in your soul, you know, big questions, get to the bottom of them. So, you know, what well, I better hurry up with it because that's me getting shouted in for my tea. But anyway, <laughs> all these hearts warming programs, you know, they got me thinking, you know, what's your favourite hearts warming bowl of soup on a cold winter's day? Um, <laughs> I'm a, I think I'm a lentil and bacon man. Oh, that's oh, a good fantastic. One. Me and you should just eat together all the time when I was agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if that's this is just my family because pretty weird. I've heard that it's pretty weird, but it's really nice. Have you ever had homemade leek and potato soup and you put grated cheese in it? Ah, it's tidy. It is wow. unbelievable. That's my go-to. Nice. I'm a, a, I only have tomato soup. Occasional chicken soup. <laughs> Are you well, a tin man? Are you the uh, tin man? <laughs> How many cans could the tin man can if the tin man two can cans turn like that can? <laughs> two tins at a time, like big massive bowl of tomato soup. There we go. Hides, I'm guessing, eh? Oh, of course, it would have to be. But I'm Fantastic. not a massive soup fan. I just play it simple. Bit of tomato, bit of chicken. Well, Jolly, I quite like a French onion. You're a French onion. <laughs> Would you, would you do that We what's it called, the, 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 the big, the loafs, with, you cut it and they put the cheese on it and put it in the middle, do you? Aye, the baguettes, you that. that's it, baguettes. Aye. Aye. Well, I'm, I'm with Hammy again, it. you know, it's, it's, it's lentil soup and lentil soup in my house, we've got, got mental soup around here because I'm mental, like, eh? and uh, I guess on that note I'll uh, say sayonara, uh, cheerio, um, au revoir, that's the one, and uh, I'll catch you next week, lads. Thank you, Jolly. Bonjour, bonjour. Thank you. Right, let's talk about loads of transfer news. Um, first of all, Hammy, Ollie Lee departed this week. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Aye, that was that was a bit weird, um, especially because he's played quite a lot this season. Yeah. Um, I think you know, as it sort of transpired, he's he's made the decision to leave um, rather than just being sort of. Chuck too, which is, you know, fair enough. I think that was the case when he went on loan last season. I think he really wanted to go back down south, but yeah, it was came completely there was oh, I could think of at least five or six players I would have had out the door before him and who I thought would have been out the door before him. So aye, a bit surprising. It is it was a, a total shock to all of us. Um I mean, uh, he's leaving on good terms. You just got to think. Fair enough, he wants to go and be closer to his family and that. But you've just got to keep hold of players. Eh? You can't just let someone go just because they want to be with their family. I'm not saying that like it should be a hostage situation, but <laughs> it did sound a little bit kidnapping. Like he's our top, a top assist, a sister, a si- whatever you want to call it, in the league and cups, and you just let him go to Gillingham on loan. It just doesn't add up to me. For me, it's a. It's a player that I do like, but I do think he doesn't really fit Robbie's team. And if Robbie Nielsen's trying to build a team that's consistently playing, although he fucking loves tinkering with it, <laughs> for the Premier League, um, I don't mind Ollie Lee getting out and and hopefully freeing up some wages and just gives us an extra six months worth of, worth of cash that we can get. Is it Isco? Isco's looking for a club. Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put that towards him. Aye, aye. They're, they're willing to send him out on loan. I'd take that. Yes, are we six-month loan in the championship? 
<laughs> every record in Scotland. How do you like playing Brora away? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, they don't get tested for COVID. Good luck. <laughs> um, Paddy, a question from Instagram regarding Mr. Lee. Uh, will you miss him? I think I will. I, I'm, I, I personally thought he'd done a decent job. For me, I'd quite uh, like Elliot Freer to want to move away. That would be good. <laughs> I mean, free, free flowing goal scoring Elliot Freer. Aye, <laughs> uh, uh, that's the one. <laughs> to be fair to Elliot Freer, I'm not a big fan, but he does have great hair. <laughs> great head of hair. Not as good as John Suter. He's not had a haircut since his Achilles was all right. You seen the length of his? No. Oh, wow. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll miss about Ollie Lee. The song. Aye. Ollie, Ollie Lee. To be fair, if you if you score a winner against Hibs at Easter Road, you kind of just go down as one of the one of the good guys. Yep. Like that's it. And especially a goal of the quality he scored. It mm-hmm. is very basic, but I, I'll appreciate any player that does that. Aye, he was a big he was brilliant in the big games all lately. Yeah. Aye. Um leave with leaving good memories. He's welcome back in Gorgie anytime. If he goes in the Gorgie fish bar, I'm sure they'll even give him a wee wee bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck knows. Um, so I goodbye all Ailey, end of an era for the second time. Um, now on to Andy Irving. Uh, it's been coming out today, well, so say the papers anyway, that Andy Irving is uh, poised to sign a new contract at Hearts. Uh, Simon, some really good news, isn't it? This should have happened four or five months ago at least. Um, I never feel comfortable letting players go down in the last year of their contract, Joe's what a re-sign them or sell them because you're either going to lose them for free and you're either going to lose a player that you don't want for free, which is bad because you don't make money on a player, or you're going to lose a player that you do want for free, which is bad because it's a player that you do want and you're also not getting any money. So the sooner he signs, the better. So yeah, great great news if they're actually in talks to, to get a deal done because you're talking about building a squad around John Suter in the Premier League. Andy Irvin's a man we should be building a squad around. Yeah. It's nice we to just, have two players to keep. <laughs> a lot more purpose when we have them. The midfield seems to have an actual a drive to it. Um, we have a lot of players who like to clean up and win the ball back, and that's great. But when we have the ball, we do seem a bit aimless, and it kind of goes around the old Arsenal horseshoe where it just kind of passes from the full-backs to the centre-backs to the other full-backs to the centre-backs to the full-backs. So to have him in there and being able to have a bit of diversity with the passings. He's great. I think he's brilliant. I think he looks better every time I see him as well. And now he's added goals. Yeah. No, you're right. I've asked them, was it Maroon Stats? I kind of mind what the Twitter account's called, to be honest. I've asked them if they the could... The Maroon Report. The Maroon Report. What did I say? Maroon, Maroon. Stats. <laughs> it's like a 90s magazine. Um, I've asked him, because he was asking what stats people want. And I said, can you tell me his shots from outside the box, the goals ratio? Because I'm pretty sure like, he doesn't seem to miss. Every time you picture Irvin taking a shot, it seems to go in. Well, that's two screamers. And I don't know if it's the last two games, maybe the last three or four. But he scored two absolute screamers in recent memory. Yeah, and that free kick away to Dundee. Oh, you're right at the start, right? Uh, no, like uh, the other week. Oh, that was fucking Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's quite a few, so I... Good news. Hopefully that's uh, that's done this week. Give us uh, be, it'd be weird if we managed to have two weeks in a row being positive as Hearts fans, eh? I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Hammy, you alerted us to something on kickback. Uh, Andy Irvin doesn't actually like getting called the Porte Pirlo. <laughs> Apparently so, I um, So one poster um, said uh, that he hates it. I don't really know why? That seems pretty inoffensive to me, but... I can find out. I can find out right now. Do you want me to try and find it? Phone him. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message. I think I'm joking. I'll find it right now. Find out. In the meantime, have you got any other suggestions for, for Andy? Any other Raymond Ed- Edinburgh area names? <laughs> like the N- Nidroid Nedved. <laughs> the Gorgie Gascoigne is the hands doing the best. Oh, oh. That's, that's decent. Um, 
what to do. <laughs> Listeners, get in touch. If you've got any ideas, think of a, an area in Edinburgh and a football player. It's quite simple. Any more names we could call players that they'll ultimately start hating? <laughs> hey, the Cannon Mills Cameron. Colin Cameron, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Andy Irvin. Well, Simon's got an ear in the background. We'll find out why he doesn't like it. Maybe he doesn't like Pierlo. Surely <laughs> not, right? No. <laughs> Uh, Hammy, we'll stick with you. Uh, Ginelli is also getting offered a new contract this week, apparently. Um, now, yes, he's a fantastic football player. He's exactly what we need on the wing. But Ginelli hasn't played 90 minutes for Hearts this entire season. Um, do you think he's still worth getting off on the books and seeing what you can get out from here? Or do you think there's too many risks attached? I think the fact that he's not played 90 minutes seems a bit injury-prone is exactly why Hearts are wanting to sign him. For the past sort of five years, it's been the the type of player that that we go for. Yeah. Um, I I was actually shocked that he hadn't played a full ninety. Um, that was quite wild. Um, but I think he. I'd be surprised if he risk. started five games. Yeah, well, he's definitely not. He's like started two because he had the niggling injury, and then it was COVID as well, isn't it? So he's just been out. See, I mean, the COVID one, you know, these things happen. But I think he's worth the risk. Maybe not quite like, you know, four-year deal or whatever, but... No, no. Um, maybe a couple couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, if, he, if he wants to sign, he seems to he seems to be putting out the right sort of messages that he, he would stay, so... I genuinely keep thinking For the right price. A lot of these players have not played in front of a full-time castle. Now, I'm obviously going to be biased here, but I think a lot of these players will have a new appreciation for the club once they play in front of a stadium full of fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think they'll realise how fucking nuts a lot of the fans are. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. on, on a good day at Tynecastle, it's unbelievable. Aye. And I'll be louder than ever when we get back aye. as well. Oh, I am going to be so, so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not get- a pace return. I'd give him four years in the keys to the city. <laughs> oh, would you? I thought you would be kind of against it in a wee party. So you've been our he's... best player this season and he's played like three minutes. <laughs> I know. But do you not think, like Hearts fans, we love to exaggerate how good a player is. Do you not think there's elements of that here with Ginelli? Or do you think he's the, the real deal? No, I think he's the real deal, especially at this level. And I think in the Premier League, he'll be the real deal as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I think we've seen it against Celtic that he came on. And I mean, I know Celtic are absolutely fucking awful at defending, but he still was having an impact and he really changed that game towards Hearts. So I think he's shown that even at like the, that's probably about the fourth or fifth best defence in Scotland right now, behind right. Rangers, Livy, Hibs. Mm-hmm. They're probably better defending than Celtic. Hearts. And Hearts, of course. No, and not. <laughs> and then, um, but my worry is that it's just another he's he's playing through the pain right now he'll sign a big contract and then lo and behold as soon as that contract is signed Ginelli out for three months he needs to go and get an operation yeah exactly Aye. is it technically not only one injury though and Covid you can't really hold Covid against somebody <laughs> no but no. I just think that he's he's getting pain injections and him and his agent are just like shut up now we'll get this contract and then you'll be getting paid to be in hospital and hearts will be footing the bill because <laughs> you'll never guess what massive base salaries <laughs> you didn't even need to turn up <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's only one way to find out and guarantee he'll get at least a three-year contract from this club. I think that's fine. I think for his age his age and his ability, I think that's absolutely fine. The, the worry is how, how often are we going to see him? And the, the whole contract, it doesn't matter what we offer him, how long, will be worth it on how often he plays. That's essentially it. Because if he plays, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Good luck to him. Genuinely, I do think he is some player and I don't want anyone to think that we think Ginelli's shite because he definitely isn't, but you just have to. We've been watching football long enough. Eh? <laughs> you can tell that we've all been scarred so much that our team is going to sign like a good young player who's probably going to be one of our best players. And we're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, 
Paddy, a funny one. Stephen Kingsley is uh, he's available on a, a pre-contract now as well, technically. And there hasn't been any talk about him getting offered a contract as yet. Uh, Jing Nielsen still thinking about what to do with Kingsley there because a lot of people think he's been our best player this season. I thought he'd been offered one, but obviously not. Um, he has been our best player. I, I don't know, like because he's not been injured for us either. So no. maybe it's coming from his. Maybe he thinks he can get a bigger move. Yeah, that that's wouldn't surprise me. Well. I agree. Yeah, it's been at the back of my mind. Hammy, you've not heard anything about Kingsley contract offers. The last thing I remember hearing was that they had put the contract talks on hold. Um, I can't remember why, but this was about a month ago or something. It was like, well, let's stop the now. Mm. Um, and I've just seen there, it's in January and February. That's when they want to start getting things moving. So you might so. hear, might be some more talk about it soon. To be um, fair to that, Joe Savage, there has just been talk of con- people resigning and people signing, uh, like Michael Smith signed, Gary McKay Stevens signed. Now there's talk that Irvin signed. Maybe he's just got a list and he's just working his way through it because it sounds like yeah. someone's actually doing something. Ginelli's in talks as well. Sorry, just forgot that. So. Mm-hmm. If we can come out of January, having signed Janelli to a pre-contract, re-signed Smith, got Mackay Stevens in, and potentially got Irvin and Janelli to sign contracts, I don't think that's too bad. Right, starting don't to forget Esco. Nisco. Starting to build a, a decent sounding Premier League team. We just got to clear the other 75% of the debut. Aye, this is the problem. <laughs> our highest earners aren't in our starting eleven. Yeah, yeah, which is shocking. Like yeah. really, well, to be a jamble. It feels like there's sort of two clubs right now, eh? Like the one that's playing in the championship that Robbie Nielsen manages, and the one that's Craig Levine managed and is still just playing. Right. Nielsen's still settling in, eh? Yeah. Two windows in during a pandemic. It was never going to be easy. I'm starting to warm to Nielsen a bit more. I've always been a bit... Uh, but I actually think he's signing and it's starting to sound quite exciting for the season ahead. And he's also uh, getting a bit back to the media, so... He is, he is. Um, had a, another Instagram question came in um, with regards to the left-back position or left-wing-back position, whatever you want to call it. Uh, if we don't extend Kingsley or A.D. White's contracts, who would you like to see brought in at left-back? Any thoughts? Any names immediately spring to mind? I've I've no idea. Absolutely not a clue. Hammy, a name you'll be familiar with because it seemed to be out on kickback daily. Um, Murray Wallace at Millwall. Ah, I'm not familiar. Um, there was so much, apparently he's, uh, he wants to move back up to Scotland. He's going to send her back, left back. Uh, Hearts were apparently linked to him quite heavily in the summer until we got Kingsley in um, but Millwall fans think he's absolutely fucking atrocious if you google his name and he just broke his foot at the weekend well that's <laughs> definitely a harsh player yeah, we'll see, see him soon <laughs> coming on to the park Murray Wallace Javi do you not think Ben I should go to left back oh, oh. can he be think- any worse than it's in the back I think the way you find who's going to sign for Hearts is you go to um, Filters, League One Championship, Filter, plus 32-year-old, Filter, <laughs> contract expires in 2021. <laughs> and then that'll probably be a Hearts player soon. Filter, history of injury. <laughs> That's where we seem to get all our fullbacks. Kingsley, White, Smith, mm-hmm. or their Rangers or Celtic academy players. You know who could come in? One day, Lee Wallace. <laughs> oh. That wouldn't surprise me if you brought Lee Genuinely Wallace. Genuinely, forgot he played for Hearts until you just mentioned his name. <laughs> How could you forget? I loved him at Hearts. He was fucking class. Oh, he was superb. No. Um, speaking of uh, Hearts filters and Joel Savage's uh, duties, here's a bunch of rumours, and let's start at the centre of the park. Oh, I should say first, sorry, Robbie Nielsen confirmed after the Aloha game that he and Joel Savage have identified four central midfielders, which they're taking a look in, and they're also looking to bring in a centre forward this window, so we can expect two signings to come in. But no centre-back? No, no centre-backs and no wingers. Uh, 
which is so it's the complete opposite of what, what kind of we were expecting going into this window, which is crazy. Yeah. But there you go, Hearts. Um, central midfielder rumours, <coughs> Motherwell's Alan Campbell, uh, future Scotland captain, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I always seen him. He always looks absolutely quality. <laughs> Superb. Available on a pre-contract. He's wanted by several championship clubs. He's already had a contract offer from Millwall. If we pull it off, I think it would be one of the best signings we have ever made. But we won't. Um, Alex Mowat, Barnsley captain. Um, Hammy, he's surely on astronomical wages. Aye, see, see when I searched that name and seen that it was the Barnsley captain, I was like, I, nay, absolutely no chance we were getting him. Like, surely he'd be on 10, 15 grand a week. Aye, well, at least. You think, aye. <laughs> at least. Um, but he's, the club's turned down an offer. He's wanting out and all this stuff. We'll see. We'll he see. did. Um, he did also retweet. I know it was because Janelli scored, but did he not retweet Janelli's goal was, for Hearts? That was Molt. Oh, was it Louis Molt? Sorry, Louis Malt. Um, You know, a realistic centre midfielder that will be bringing in Callum Butcher from Dundee United. <laughs> <laughs> Please no. <laughs> to be fair though, Robbie Nielsen, when he gets his man that he's been trying to get for a long time, Elliot Freer, they're always fucking good players. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I could just see Callum Butcher and just being so unhappy that it's not Alan Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> um, striker rumours to batter through them. Uh, we've got Louis Moult, uh, who's Simon, like you say. So he, uh, I think it was actually after Freer scored. Oh, was it free or something? Well, no, it would, must be Ginelli. Ginelli coming for Preston. Yeah. Truly. Um, I mean, what, what do you think about Mo? Apparently, that's that's not going to happen. Apparently, I've seen a lot of things saying that that probably won't happen. But Paddy, I read earlier that his wife has liked Hearts FC on Twitter. So <laughs> she now follows Hearts FC. So, I mean, I don't know what more proof you want, really. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, wow. like, I know that's like laughed at, but why else is she following hearts? I know. <laughs> Big club. <laughs> Just loves the hearts. Eh? Um, what did I tell you is when Joe Savage came in, look, the first name you look at at Preston, I said, guarantee Mul- I'll be linked to hearts and guarantee Alex uh, Neil will be the next hearts manager. <laughs> <laughs> it's all happening. Um, now, my staunch, sorry, I mean, my spider senses are tingling. <laughs> Kyle fucking Lafferty is a free agent <laughs> he just bounces between clubs it's just mad um, and obviously 100% taken back at hearts I'd love a wee six month spell with Lafferty again but would I love it as much without fans ah, this is a... mm. Paddy would you be just as happy oh definitely give oh, him a five man. year contract as well <laughs> <laughs> oh, just get him in, please. He would just be the perfect fit for the rest of the championship. Eh? You can even yeah. score you yeah, seven, eight goals. It'd be a right laugh. Come on. But apparently he's going to Hamilton. Oh, that's honking. It'd be a disgusting move, and I'd feel ashamed to have ever liked him, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Still the they don't even have a full stadium. <laughs> no, they don't. How's he going to salute a stand when there's no <laughs> even a stand? <laughs> and by the way if he does sign for Hamilton week on Wednesday Celtic away that's <laughs> <laughs> the only reason they're getting him in hey. yeah a one match contract <laughs> um, other rumours Stuart Finlay who we've discussed previously um, big centre back big no nonsense centre back um, he's not really been linked to anyone yet which I find surprising Jordan Jones who I just won't let go Nielsen get him to hearts no. Uh, and Connor McLennan from Aberdeen, young winger there. Uh, he's quite a decent player. I'd like to see that. But these are all rumours. Could just be figments of someone's imagination they've decided to put on the internet. But there are some names. We can only live in hope that we're going to sign someone. We'll see what happens. Um, another Instagram question. Uh, Simon, someone asked, uh, if we didn't sign Gary McKay-Steven, would, ta- would you have taken David Milinkovic back? We skinny. Um what do you think? Yeah, we'd love it, but I, th- I genuinely think he's probably a bit too good for us now, isn't he? Oh, I don't know how he's doing in Canada. I haven't seen a thing. Probably he seemed to good. be to be loved wherever he went, but I, I would have loved it. Um, again, a player who 
was never fit. No, he was fine. I think Craig Levine didn't like him. Oh, was that it? Yeah. I thought he was injured, sorry. Who did Craig Levine like? It's mental, a man that signs 67 players but likes none of them. Craig Levine liked Don Cowie. (laughs) (laughs) A big no-nonsense box-to-box midfielder. That's Levine's bag. And Austin McVie. And Austin McVie. Used to like stroking his hair. Um, That's enough transfer news. that The names could go on and on and on, but I'll leave it there. Um, And I think it's time that we go over to this week in Hearts! (laughs) Oh, yeah. There goes my eardrums. Thanks for that, Jennifer. Lovely handover. Sorry if you were driving. Harps indeed. So, this week I'm going to take you back to Sunday the 19th of January 2008. Stevie Frail's side were floundering in the league's lower reaches, toiling to keep ahead of bottom side Gretna when Hibs came calling. The Leithers under new manager Mixu Patalainen struggling themselves having not won since the 10th of November. The game was uh, won by an Andreas Velichka's 19th minute header, which was fumbled in by Yves McAlamity, sending the Hearts fans wild and their first win in 11 games. There you go. Happier times in 2008 when we played in the top division. Some things just never change. What a player he was. Big Velichka. I was. Thank you, Cameron. Now, to move on to our... 3-1 victory away to Alloa. Now, Paddy, first of all, can you give us our reaction to when you saw Elliot Freer and Christoph Berra in the, on the starting lineup, please? Um, I was angry, Jarvie. I was quite angry. <laughs> yep, angry. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it at that. We won, so you, you cooled off. A man of many words. <laughs> Simon, do you want to run us through... Um, how we set up and because I, I never seen it uh, what the hell went on in the first half Aye, so like you said the lineup was uh, was quite harrowing it was quite worrying that we were, we're still seeing the same players and I've seen a lot of talk being like oh well maybe this is their last chance maybe this is the last chance I think you're very ambitious if you think this is the last time we'll see players like Elliot Freer and stuff because we have absolutely nobody else who can play there He's also just scored as well so he'll probably start next week Aye, it, To be fair to him he's, he's definitely playing better Cancel the league. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I wouldn't go as far as saying like I want to see him in the Hearts team. But he's no, he's not awful anymore. I feel like he's he's settling. But yeah, it was a uh, usual four-two-three-one. The defense stayed the same as always with Smith and Kings as the fullbacks and Bear and Halkett. I also seen a lot of talk about um, maybe that Halkett should be getting a lot more criticism. I think he's been all right. I think it's very difficult when your centre-back pairing changes every other week and it's a bit of an inconsistent centre-mids in front of you. So it's always difficult, but good start for Irvin again, Halliday, um, and yeah, it was sort of like a front four of Walker, Freer, Roberts and Henderson. I'm, I'm not really sure who was up front because they did switch about, but I think it was Roberts was actually the, the lone striker. Hmm. Um, we started we started quite well um, and we, we, we did control the game we, we had a lot of possession but it's sometimes just a bit against Aloha as well it's always going to be difficult but it's a bit turgid with hearts sometimes isn't it uh, especially away from home like you say but if I, if I could say I thought the goals were really good the, the first two goals in the first half were, were brilliant they were well worked they Used the width, white the width well, and uh, Freer with a decent finish. And Andy Irvins was obviously just an absolute rocket for the box. Andy Irvins plays so nicely, beautiful. What a player! Ten-year contract. Um, He'd still be younger than a lot of the players he's playing with. <laughs> I know. Uh, who got the assist for these goals? Um, for the Elliot Freer goal, it was Jamie Walker, but I'm not sure if anyone was given the assist for Andy Irvin, although he did get the assist for Janelli's goal at the end. Oh, right, okay. Which is a bit cheeky because all he did was like clear the ball and Janelli ran oh, the yeah, full the... length of the field. 
Nice. But you'll take that bonus if it's in your contract day. Eh? You'll be claiming that every day of the week. <laughs> um, at halftime, Simon, what were your thoughts? Was it one of those games where you thought we could go on to hammer Alawa here or were you concerned at 2-0 that they could kind of creep back into it? I don't know if anyone else has been watching it, but see when I watch games now and there's no like no crowd noise and in the Scottish games, even when they had the crowd noise, it's fucking shite. But when there's games when you're watching and there's absolutely no crowd noise, it feels a lot less intense and that there's a lot more riding on it. It feels a lot more like a training exercise, especially when Hearts are playing a team like Aloha and they do just give you the ball and let you have it. Yeah, I know. It's the same. It's Even when to they... uh, concentrate on the game as well. It's just... Yeah. Even when they have the ball, uh, Aloha, you still felt like it was never really a threat. Or when, when they did score, you thought like... Oh, for fuck's sake, Hearts, no, like, oh, well done, Aloha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, second half, Simon, how did that go? <laughs> More of the same. For a 3-1 game, it wasn't very exciting. Um, we Hearts were a bit wasteful. We had 15 shots on target, uh, on goal again, with six on target, which is a good ratio, but it didn't really feel like that. It didn't feel like Hearts were breaking down the door or creating loads of chances, and they were lucky to get away with three. Aloha can defend. Like, we all know that Aloha are all right at defending. Um, it's one thing that they can do all right, but you'd expect to be smashing these teams, to be honest. I, I'm, I'm still in the mindset that Hearts are a top top four team in Scotland, and that's where we should be aiming to be. And despite what our, our players are, our wage bills top four in Scotland as well, so let's fucking act like it. I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Hammy, tell me, we, we did concede a goal on the 87th minute with Kevin Crawley scoring. Anyone at fault? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> this The thing is, it seemed to stay weird. Like a, they just had a man sent off. So we had an attacking free kick and we just didn't really do anything. With it. And then they just hit on the break. They got a free kick. And um, it was just a... a a ball up to the back post and the guy was like completely unmarked. I think it was Crawley. Um, it, yeah, just a, a, you, it was a good ball, didn't get me wrong, but you shouldn't be losing a man at the back post. I'm not sure who it was. Um, instantly, I just want to blame better. It probably <laughs> was his fault, but... Probably. Um, it's his job. The stream wasn't exactly the greatest, so it was, it was hard, but... Um, it would have been at the right-hand side, so possibly Smith or um, maybe even Ginelli should have been picking him up. Um, mm. I don't know, though. Okay. But, yeah, we, sh- we should be defending those balls better, especially when you've got the likes of uh, Berra and Halkett at the back, two big centre-backs. Letting a ball go all the way at the back post is just... It's criminal defending, really. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Um, how did... Uh... Young Henderson, do. I was quite surprised that he got a start. Um, I, honestly, I couldn't tell you one thing that he did. <laughs> really? Like, I, I like Henderson. I think he's had some great games. I just, the game just wasn't there for him. I'm sure he'd done all right or done something, but nothing sticks in my mind what, what Henderson did. That's a shame. That'll be him yeah. punting through the door. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, because I feel like they're the same player, why isn't Lewis Moore getting game? Or oh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Just this for Moore. Um, Paddy, the Ginelli goal on the 93rd minute. What, the, what on earth is the goalie doing? I've, I've watched that goal a good five or six times and I still haven't got a clue what the goalkeeper is doing. <laughs> and I, and on all, in all honesty, I don't think the goalkeeper's got a clue what he's doing either. <laughs> He like, must have been knackered, to be fair. <laughs> one game, one run in 90 minutes. <laughs> Aye, for a goalie. He <laughs> was a big laddie. I love that when the ball's going in the back of the net, like he's just the slowest jog, he just comes into the camera. <laughs> the referee's back before him. Like He should be beating the referee <laughs> to the box. But the referee's like there, standing, giving the goal, and he's just getting there. It's mad. Oh, boy. Lower League Scottish football, eh? Beautiful. Um, <clears throat> and Paddy, um, after the Ginelli goal, there's a, a massive cry off. There's your fucking medicine from the stand. 
there's been a lot of speculation over who it was that shouted it. Who do you think it was? Well, Jave, it was in fact me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it was someone else on this pod named Jolly. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded very jolly. No, I'm not sure it did sound like jolly. Wouldn't surprise me if it was jolly. It's got to be between a few people for me. It's got to be Robbie Nielsen or um, Gary Locke, hasn't it? Yeah. One of the two. It has to be. It has to be. Gary Locke's nailed it. He's like, go and just make me a club ambassador for the season so I can just go on the games. <laughs> just come up to the football. Eh? <laughs> what a man. Um, Simon, Paddy, Hammy, who's your man of the match overall? Who really stood out for you? Irving for me. Goal and an assist. I'm not surprised. Yourself, Hammy? Um, yeah, I'd probably go with Irvin as well. It's actually quite difficult to pick a man of the match because nobody, once again, nobody really stood out that well. But I, for a for a three-one win away, which has been difficult for Hearts, it did feel like a very flat game. And apart from the goals, it was. I think it was honestly the crowd noise. Because see, when there's a goal, you're like, oh, is that a goal? Because you just hear a couple of players go, they shout, and you don't know if they're shouting for a corner or if they're shouting because they've scored. So it is difficult in it. But yeah, I'd, I'd agree, Irvin. Yeah. I'm glad I missed Irving. it. it sound, sounded like a really shit game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've missed, I've not watched two games this season. And it's Morton away. We won, I'm sure it was 2 0. And that game there, where we won 3 1. So I'm starting to think maybe I should stop watching away games. <laughs> Universal causality. <laughs> Yeah, you think, so like you, are the you think you're so important that the whole universe <laughs> is paying attention to you and whether Hearts win or not? <laughs> well, no, I'm just gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> so deep. Um, but no, good win. Good to get back to winning ways away from home after a, a very, very rough patch there. And it really um, is. It really is so important to win every game because we do not know how many games we've got left. So the more we can just rack up a, a points tally and before it gets cancelled, really. Yeah, for sure. Um, right, Tammy, let's go over to you and uh, get the, the good vibes from Jambo's Kickback and see what they had to say about the game. Back away and don't talk a lot of shame. Yes, let's let the good vibes go. So... Obviously, just before the game, there was a bit of chat between the fans about how it's going to go. With one saying, uh, we should easily beat a team second bottom who've conceded 25 goals in 11 games. But it's Nielsen, and it's away from home. So a draw is maybe best we can hope for. Somebody <laughs> replied, give Robin Nielsen a chance, for fuck's sake. I we should be playing better away from home, and he's just in the door. We're top of the league, and he's publicly said he's working towards a more attacking style. Why the negativity? And then the team was released with the first reply saying, fuck's sake, man. That was it. <laughs> Another saying, oh, jings. Another saying, that team, with a, a laughing smiley face. Robbie never learns. Robbie's taking the piss here. Well, all the posts are saying Henderson deserves a chance. Nielsen never gives the youngsters a chance. Today's your big moment. Jesus Christ. Another one says, oh, my God. Dot, 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 dot. Dear, oh, dear. Dot, 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 dot. Women and children first. Dot, 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 dot. Has he lost the plot? Dot, 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 dot. Again. I didn't quite get that one, but there we go. We going for 4-6-0. I think Robin Nielsen has been listening to his mentor too much. Shocking team. For fuck's sake. A reserve side. So as you can see, the, um, mm. the positivity wasn't exactly uh, flowing. Um, <laughs> but obviously, we, uh, we won the game. So somebody says, top of the league, playing squad players, not breaking sweat, not breaking the bank. I'll take that in this pish league. Um, we are breaking win. the bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody said, uh, deserve the win, but in fairness, we should be dicking on Aloha in the championship. They are wank. The only consolation of demotion is that we dropped down into a league as weak as I can even remember it. There's not a single decent team to compete with us. We've been beaten twice, haven't we? So <laughs> I, I agree with that though. There really should be any teams that can beat us here. Um somebody says, when were we free scoring last time in the championship? We only dicked them one nil one of the game at one of the games at their gaff. Shithole to play at. Job done. Move on. There we go. Um Yep, Gordon had fuck all to do, really. Craig Gordon, that is. 
Robbie's seen more about who's who's up to the standards. Robert's hopefully released by the end of the January window now. 3-1 in the record books and three points on the 2021 league table. Roberts has had a few chances now and blown it every time. Freer, Freer has got a stay of execution for now. Sorry, Paddy. Um, it's a nice, somebody said it's a nice warm-up for putting Wraith Rovers in their place. Uh, three points goal difference plus two key players rested. Increased their league at the top. A decent day's work. So, you know, there was mild positivity after we won. Um, but somebody says... Crap team selection, crap performance, good result. Nielsen lives to fight another day. I hope he can change and is more able to find players, motivate them and be more positive with tactics. So that obviously there's still a hell of a lot of negativity there. Mm. Um, a lot of the players, a lot of the posts seem to be saying, again, we seem to be going back to this whole, we never, we didn't play well, but we won and that's all that matters. And uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't so like getting in that. Because we ended up losing games when that was the case last time. Aye, exactly. So, aye, it's good that we won, and you can't can't dispute that. But there's still still a few problems there. It is difficult because if you if you were to say to someone who'd never seen the game like Jarvie, or oh, we won three one, then you look at the stats. We had fifteen shots on goal. We had sixty odd percent possession. But there is just something missing, and I'm aye. I'm not quite sure what it is. But it just feels a bit like lackluster. Alan Campbell. That's we need a holiday. <laughs> we need a holiday. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I never even asked you. You never even mentioned them. How was our marquee signing, Gary McKay Stephen? How did he? Um, I mean, it, uh, he's only going to improve. <laughs> so it can only get better, can it? Right. He was fine. Um, yeah. He looks. He, you can tell that he's a bit quicker on the ball. He's got a better touch than most, but. Yeah, um, aye. it's his first game. What, he did get like 45 minutes, came off at halftime. Came on at halftime, sorry. Right. Yeah, okay. great. I'll, I look forward to seeing more of him. Okay. Okay. He's not getting slated. He's not in the Elliot Freer bracket anyway, so that's good. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, st- just looking online here, still no news on league suspension. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get on league suspension with the next game. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we're meant to be playing Rafe Rovers this coming Saturday, but due to a COVID outbreak, that'll be off. But then we'll be playing Rafe Rovers on the... I can't remember now, is it the Tuesday? Tuesday, aye. Aye, Tuesday. Which I think, I'm sure on the Monday, they'll be over their self-isolation period. So therefore, they might be forced to play on the Tuesday without having any training. Fuck them. Yeah, but also this is this is just the push of tested positive now. They'll have to do another round of testing before these games, and I can just see it getting getting yeah. out of hand. Yeah, I mean, is it, do we have we got any games um, in hand? Are we no. up to date? We were meant to play Dunfermline last Tuesday, weren't we? So no, that's the thirtieth we'll that scheduled for. And that um, the Wraith game on Tuesday was. The one that we missed because of the semi-final or the final. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're starting to back up a little bit. We've got to fit in a Scottish Cup tie as well at some point. And this game on Saturday, I'd be amazed if that played. If mm. it's going to stick into the 10 days. So Yeah. Apparently, a little bit of congestion. Apparently the Rave team are hampered with injuries just now as well. They were looking at emergency loan deals and all sorts before having a COVID outbreak. So we could be looking at a 17-0 job if we can play them a week, <laughs> on, a week tomorrow. Yeah, just let them forfeit the game. You've Aye. watched Hearts play this season, haven't you, Jarvie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, see if Lewis Moore played, he'd score 15. <laughs> um, but I mean, we're, we're, this is the 18th today. If these two games are, are postponed, then that's it. We're not playing until a week on Saturday, the 30th, against Dunfermline. So and that'll be what? this fucking season. Eh? Two two games in over a month. Wow. Uh, dreadfully. But we'll keep coming up with the content, listeners. Don't you worry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, now we're going to go over to Cameron for by ourselves. Keeping in mind, we don't know when we're playing again. <laughs> All the best to you, young man. What have you got for us this week? 
You're on mute. <laughs> Come on, Dad. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, um, I did draw up a buy or sell, and it is based on us playing one of those Wraith games, potentially. Maybe I don't know. So, um, I th- first of all, I'll go through last week's scores, and, and we did pretty well, gentlemen. We did. Um, so, Hearts to have over 14.5 shots in the game. We all bought that, and it came in on the 15th. Right on the line. And I suppose the 15th one would have been when Ginelli scored for the last kick of the game, pretty much, eh? So there's your five-year contract. Yep. (laughs) Number two, Hearts to have over 61.5% possession. Simon Jarvie, you sold it. The rest of us bought it. 61.5, it did not come in. It hit 61 (laughs) Oh, ah. yes. <laughs> Bang on with my lines last week. Oh, aye, you've nailed that. You're a wee bookie. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Hearts to win by two or more goals. We all bought it. They won 3 1. So all Just. came in. So Simon Jarvie, three each, full Come points. The rest I think it's the first two. time I've ever got full points. <laughs> and we move on to this week and <laughs> what this. No means, but what I've got here is Hearts have scored three in three of their last four, while Wraith have conceded two in three of their last four. So if we do potentially play Wraith in either of those games, I want to know, will Hearts score three goals? Yes, yes. by... Yes. 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 17 yeah. goals. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I'll buy that as well, Cameron. I'm buying it's a clean sweep, boys. Right across the board. Bye, bye, bye. And in sync. The <laughs> next one, um, again, if we have a game, but um, Gary McKay Stephen to get his first start for the Jambos versus Wraith. So basically, the next game that we play will Gary McKay start. I mean, if it's not the Wraith games, I would have thought he probably will because he'll surely right. be fit by then. I'll buy that. I'll buy it. Oh, I'll buy that. I mean, it's um, hardly going to be on the bench behind Elliot Free, does it? I know. Well, I know, but I Elliot think he might be on the scored. bench behind Janelli and Elliot Free. Mm. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> no. I don't want it to happen, but I'm also going to sell it. I think I'm going to sell it as well, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, he got 45 minutes. I'm going to buy it. He got 45 minutes. I'm going to buy it. I'm buying it. I'm in. Got him a buy, Stevens. Oh! oh. <laughs> nice. Lovely. I'll do the jokes. <laughs> and lastly, my, my last question doesn't work, so I'm just going to change it to, do you think we'll play a game in the next week and a half? Oh. In the next week and a half. So are we gonna so that means we have to play either on Saturday or the Tuesday game? Yes. Will one of them go ahead? Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. I think it just has to like one of the games has to go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm the same buy. I think the re- the Tuesday game has to go ahead. Uh, I'll buy. Yeah, I'll buy. We're all buying. We're all gonna be bored. <laughs> yeah, no. your next right. one. So, what's your favourite goal you've seen at Dink? <laughs> I think that's the other guy that dials in, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for that, gents. I will update you maybe next week. I might have nothing to update you on. Um, in which case, I'll just tell you how you did, which uh, won't be anything. <laughs> hey, Waltz, can we have the, an updated league table please I, wanna, I think I might be catching up with Hammy now Ella. Oh, you're only interested because you think you're near the top yeah. <laughs> running totals in last place we have Paddy on 12 <laughs> followed by me on 17 followed by Simon on 18 Ooh. Jarvie on 19 and Hammy leads the way first one into the 20s Ooh. oh so it's really close it's close. it's close it's like a championship table <laughs> good stuff thank you Cameron we shall see so let me get this straight we're waiting to see if we have 
one or two games in the next week and week or so. We're also waiting to see if our league is actually suspended or not. <laughs> um, then we're waiting for Alan Campbell to sign for Hearts. It's just there's so much going on just now. Well, that's all we have time for today. Many thanks to Simon, Cameron, Hammy and Paddy for your time once again this week. And a special thanks to Padman Scoop Productions for his editing time as ever. If you aren't following us on social media already, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter at hearts underscore podcast. And if you'd like to send us an email for some reason, it's heartspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe, even leave a nice wee review or spread the good word on social media and through Gorgie. So until next time, keep washing your hands for the hearts and we'll see you again soon. Woo! Hearts! (laughs) 